Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. I'm Patrick Reif. And I'm Alex Glenn. And today we're going to be discussing using your virtual event as a marketing opportunity. Yeah, so events are a great way to increase your lead pool, sell your product, increase your audience size, uh, you know, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. If you want to get your brand out there, having a uh, hosting an event is a, a great way to do it. Um, and don't just take our word for it. Some of the largest companies in the world are doing it every day. Uh, you know, obviously Salesforce has Dreamforce, HubSpot has the inbound conference, uh, Adobe has their own conference. So, you know, all the big players are doing this and there's no reason you can't do smaller uh, roadshow style events that are gonna serve kind of the same purpose. Uh, so number one, um, if you're thinking about doing this, create an event theme um, that is a little bit self-serving, but not too much so. So if you're a marketing company, um, that focuses on email marketing, having a conference built around, um, even if it's a one-day conference, having it built around best practices for email marketing, the best tools to use for it. Uh, that gives you a way to really easily intersperse your product and your expertise into the event without it being too self-serving so that it's actually valuable to people who aren't your customers yet or who might never be your customers. Your product's probably not a fit for everyone. Um, so just kind of think about that uh, You know, for on the other side of events. Bridal shows, you want to have all the vendors there. You don't want to just have, um, you know, if you're selling wedding dresses, you don't want to be the only person there. Uh, if you're going to have a, a full vendor show, you need to make sure that you have some industry partners there as well so that it's valuable to everyone that stops by. Too true. All right, number two is uh, showcase your expertise, but don't make it uh, like a, a heavy sales pitch. So what we mean by that is you're an expert at what you do um, and you're, uh, you're able to get people to attend your event that you do it well enough. So clearly you're doing something right, but you don't have to be overbearing in it. You don't want to uh, be self-aggrandizing uh, from the platform at your own party. Uh, it's just not a good look. So rather than take that pitch, um, do a little thinking and uh, look at your attendees, uh, look at your partners inside of the room, look at uh, and maybe traditional partners that you've had in the past and use them to tell stories that really illustrate your expertise inside of the space. It's, uh, it's not that hard and, and frankly, what it will do in terms of, of really um, not only uh, proving the, the point at hand, but it's gonna really uh, help illustrate how much of a thought leader you actually are because you're able to think on your feet and to grapple with other people's ideas, concepts, challenges, and yep. really breathe life into it um, through your own vision. And, uh, and when you can do that, it, it really, really will, will, will pay dividends. Absolutely, uh, and actually kind of along those same lines, make sure you're bringing in partners and sponsors that align with your products or services. Um, so again, to use the example of a bridal show, it makes sense to bring in caterers and bakers, pastry chefs, photo booth companies, um, all of those things make sense. What it might not make sense to do is bring in, um, you know, another clothing company. Um, you know, things like that. You have to make sure that whatever you're doing is all aligned around the, the same goal. And it's really easy to, you know, fall prey to, oh, I'm, I'm friends with someone or I have this part or this friend who wants to, uh, to sponsor the event. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and again, you want to have all of it built around the attendee experience. Great attendee experience will yield uh, large dividends in your sales and your partner's sales. And that's not going to happen if it's not all well aligned and kind of driving towards the same goal. Yeah. Number four, uh, following on creating a great attendee experience is um, uh, 
part and parcel for a great attendee experience is that they're gonna to wanna to share it, they're gonna talk about it, they're gonna tell their friends, their family, their colleagues, uh, uh, everyone that wasn't there, uh, they're going to want to in induce FOMO, and uh, everyone that, that was there, they're going to feel uh, a sense of com camaraderie with them. Uh, so what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're providing idealized moments for them to be able to take that zeitgeist that they're feeling and share it out there with the world, and you want to package it up so it looks great and it sounds great, but also so it carries some of your branding on it and it has your implicit underwriting. So uh, one of the things that, uh, that we did at Pixel and, and kind of still do uh, for years was we produced an event called Startup Soiree and it was a Baltimore-centric uh, entrepreneur and technology kind of ecosystem. And what we made sure to do as pixelated for every Startup Soiree event was we had tons of Startup Soiree branded photo activations and Snapchat filters and all of these cool ways for our attendees to come and have a great time and snap pictures and share it and make sure that all those shareable moments were so cool that they couldn't resist it because in doing that, we were, uh, we were hacking our way into their newsfeed, into their distribution network and it helps provide um, kind of that, that virality that any really great event should be trying to achieve. Absolutely. Um, and the other way that you can get your brand out there is to network. Um, so a lot of times when people host events, uh, they either aren't present themselves or they kind of just sit in the wings and you know, watch to make sure that nothing bad happens and that people are having a great time. That's effective to a point, but if you really want to get the most out of your event, um, get out there and meet people. Go meet, uh, go meet with the vendors, talk about what's working, what's not working with them. Go meet the attendees. Um, and again, it gives you a way to show off your expertise and your brand and your product in a more intimate setting. It's a little bit more one-on-one -on -one, um, and can be very effective in uh, finding new customers, getting your brand out there and making new industry partners. And again, that doesn't happen if you're not out engaging with people. And I would encourage that if you have staff um, that's going to be uh, at the event as well, whether as ushers or um, as you know, kind of just staff roaming the event to make sure everyone's going doing well. Make sure that they're smiling, engaging, and talking to people as well. And make sure everyone has the same sales pitch, the same elevator pitch, the same talking points, so that uh, you know you're kind of reiterating uh, your your brand and product expertise throughout the event, um, and people aren't hearing different sound bites from different people. So yep. make sure everything's unified, and make sure you're getting out there and talking to people. Yep. So last point, sixth point, um, broken record point. We've said this a lot before, but we're gonna keep saying it again. Um, reuse, recycle all of the content. Um, there are a million ways to skin a cat, and when it comes to content um, production, content creation, all of the best stuff is gonna come inherently from your community uh, and from your communications with them. So having an index of that stuff uh, is absolutely critical. We've talked about it in probably the last three episodes, whether it's storing the files in your, uh, your, your virtual platform or your file sharing platform or your messaging platform or your survey monkey, uh, you know, like quiz that you sent out. Uh, same thing is true for, for these types of moments. There are going to be untold amounts of ways that you can take all of the, uh, the artif artifacts of these engagement opportunities and turn them into just absolutely awesome stuff that is going to remind your community why they went, how awesome it was, and exactly why they're gonna be buying a ticket for next year, or they're gonna be subscribing, or they're gonna be coming back for whatever that follow-on opportunity is. Absolutely, and one last thing to add before we hop off. Um, all of the points that we just went through work for both in-person and virtual events. 
obviously some things need to change. You can't talk to a person one-on-one -on -one, um, verbally in a virtual conference, but you can chat with them. Uh, you can make yourself a member of all of the different chat rooms and chime in when it's appropriate. And again, show off your brand expert, or your brand and your product expertise. Um, but all of these things work for both of those types of events. So uh, don't be afraid to put yourself out there for a virtual event as well. Uh, it can be just as impactful as an in-person event if you make it. Yep. So that's it for today. Before you go, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Your reviews help us find a larger listener base for our podcast, as well as ensure that you are notified each time we publish a new episode. So without further ado, I'm Patrick Wright. And I'm Alex McGlynn. Peace.